Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tons of people take a multivitamin, me included. I'm trying to get back on track after football season, eating better, exercising, all of that. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle friendly, adopting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for listening to Saints Happy Hour. We are a family here. You know what families do? They support each other. And if you aren't a patron, we need your support. All the great content you consume for free takes time and money. If you love the show and listen regularly, please become a patron. We need you. Supporting Saints Happy Hour can cost you as little as 23 cents a day. That's what the Saints should have paid Kenny Stills. So please, go to Patreon slash Saints Happy Hour and support the show today. Hey, Ralph. Ralphie, Andrew, and Dave. All right, I got uh, a little intel. Your Saints Happy Hour podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's a joke, all right? And I'll tell you why. You, Ralph, you mispronounce everything, okay? I listen, I go, what the? Does he not know the English language? All right, Ralph. I try to get an English class in there every now and then, okay, pal? Now, Andrew! Think you're smart, huh? Think you're smart? You're in big trouble, pal. You piece of shit like you for breakfast. And then, of course, there's Dave. Dave, a little obnoxious? Got a little bit of a chip on your shoulder? Huh? You gotta get cut people down all the time? Is that what you gotta do? But uh, know that life is good. Appreciate it. Do what you do. Keep on keeping on. Shoot her out! <laughs> all right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. The patrons got this one Sunday night, three days ago. They got it commercial friggin' free. They didn't have... The, they don't have the six, seven minutes of commercials that we have from our great sponsors and getting you to sign up for Patreon. If you don't like the commercials, become a patron. You get every episode ad-free. And oh, by the way, if you become a patron, you can help us do live shows. You can help me build a freaking studio so I don't sound like I'm at the bottom of a swimming pool. And 
We want to fly Thomas in from Poland for the live show. We can't do that without patrons. So I'm just saying, support the show. So as we mentioned earlier in the week, Andrew's in the Bahamas vacationing. So we had to get somebody to pinch hit for the daily shows. And the only one that I want, first on the list, Scott Prather from 1420 uh, ESPN and Lafayette. Uh, Scott, thanks for joining us. Before we get to today's topic, tell the people how they can find you at ESPN Lafayette. ESPNLafayette.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott Mimic. Uh, that's probably the best way to, to find me and all the links there and, and how you can go to the podcast and all that stuff. Pretty easy. And if you're not on Twitter, then I don't know. I don't know how to explain it to you. But if you're into sports and you're into Saints and you're listening to the Saints Happy Happy Hour podcast, you're probably on Twitter. That's right. So, so get in it. And, and, and Scott's show is awesome. He's nice enough to have me on regularly. I love it. It's, it. It helps my commute on my three days that I have to drive into work. I listen to him either. Scott, it's all queued up on my playlist. I listen to, to Scott's show and then Bomani Jones. Those are, my, those are my two. Usually those can fill my, my 90 minutes to two-hour commute daily. Uh, and it gets, me, it gets me through my week. But Scott... Today, I want to talk about this topic because I was fighting with people on Twitter over the weekend because I spend way too much time on Twitter and I like to yell at people and they like to yell at me. Um, there is a, a report, a report that multiple teams have contacted the Texans about trading for Brandon Cooks. And I was like, the Saints need to jump on that and get on that because Brandon Cooks is a really, really good receiver and he would fit in perfect with Jameis. They could throw him the deep ball because the Saints receivers are terrible. And people were screaming at me, no. The same people that were like, I can't believe they couldn't close the deal on Vontez, Marquez Vontez Scanling, uh, the dude who caught 26 passes. They were mad that they couldn't close the deal on him. But they're like, no, no, keep Brandon Cooks off of my team. Like the Saints receiving core is too good for Brandon Cooks, the guy who has seven 1,000-yard seasons in the last eight. Like the Saints receivers are too good for him. It might have been a diva, whatever, with the Saints. But if you could get him for like a fourth round pick, like the hundred and first pick, and extend him for like two more years at like ten to thirteen, fourteen million, like the Saints should do that. Like they they cannot be turning away receivers of Brandon Cook's quality if it's possible to get him. What's crazy is like this Nick Cesario, the the I guess he's the GM now at Houston. He was in New England when they traded him. And yeah. they traded for him and traded him. Like the Brandon Cooks travels more than COVID. This dude is just—he's <laughs> been all over the place. He's a and unicorn I think, because they—he's tr- been traded. He's been—he's been on four teams. Everywhere he's been, he's delivered, and he's been traded for a first-round pick twice and a second-round pick twice. So, like his trade value, even though he's been traded four times, it hasn't declined that much. Usually if you see a guy that's been traded four times, it would usually be like a first, a third, a fifth, a seventh, you know, or two six. Like usually the value would decrease every time. Not with him though. I think for Saints fans too, there's like an element of pride. I mean, I don't necessarily, I, I really was one of the, I was big on Brandon Cooks. Like when they drafted, I'm like, here we go. This is great. And you think of Brandon Cooks, he still he still has his speed, and that's kind of the big element of his game. And you want guys that get stretched the field, he can do it. Um, 
I don't know. It, it's 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 just the way it ended. You know, whenever he sent out the tweet and you know, hungry mouths don't get fed and all this other stuff after a you know Sean Payton petty win over Greg Williams and the Rams years ago. At that point, though, I, I think Cooks was just it was a, it was a financial decision. You know, he had he was on his rookie deal. I think he'd made like seven million dollars. Yeah. A lot of money, right? But he was looking for that big contract. Since then, in his career, he's made over seventy-two million. He's due um, another, geez, twelve point seven two. I mean, like he's, and he's got two years left on his. You know, I want to say after that, so he's due a lot of money here. Um, and you know, as he gets deeper into the contract, it's. It's 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 uh, after this year, dead cap would only be like five million, I think, in twenty twenty three when he's thirty. So yeah, if you're looking at it of okay, if it's a fourth rounder, as you said, clearly out other than Michael Thomas, he's the second best receiver on the roster. Like, don't kid yourself. Don't act like Deontay Hardy, who I love, is somehow Brandon Cooks. He's not right. No one is. Uh, no one on the Saints roster is. Marquez, Cowley, all these guys, mm-hmm. he would instantly make the receiving core a lot better because they're not good. And Brandon Cooks, for as much mm-hmm. as people don't like him, he's good. He's got the numbers to back it up. And if he, you know, is a bad fit or his second time around, bad in the locker room, well, it's not like there's this long term. You would you would have to commit yourself to him this year because it's a big cap hit. I want to say it's like 16.2 mil. And well, you could you could maybe negotiate that as part of a trade. Yeah, at this point, you have the cap space. You know, I don't know. Do you want to give up a higher draft pick for him? I don't think so. So, you know, if if you've got the space and it's just for this year, and you can cut bait next year, and it's not a killer thing, right? Five million dead cap. Maybe he plays good. Now it's oh, this is a sitting yeah. a bad deal here. I I think. I think you have to put in the call. You know, if it was Bill O'Brien, shoot, you pretty got probably could have got him for a sixth rounder. But they didn't have to give up much for Mark Ingram. And if Brandon Cooks is out there for a fourth, you know, <laughs> and you have four picks in the top hundred and one, and you desperately need help at receiver, it's a tough pill for Saints fans to swallow. I get it because they just didn't like how it ended with him, and they felt like you know, he was. He also, Ralph, he was there like at a time when the Saints were just not good like they were they were you know seven and nine seven and nine seven and nine and then oh my god i can't believe he said what he said after a win i think had he been on the team during some of those fun seasons he'd probably be viewed a little bit differently too because he put up the good numbers it just it was when the saints weren't very good because the thing is you know he doesn't have a lot of like he has the 98 yard bomb against the raiders right and then but they ended up losing that game they were up by mm-hmm. like 17 they lose but like you're absolutely right like if, if he'd have played for if he'd have played if he'd have just played for a little bit longer stretch for the saints before, maybe before they trade him or whatever uh and they would have won you would have maybe had moments where you're like oh remember that playoff game you know where Brandon Cooks caught 8 for 170 and he had two scores like then you then you have a a a, a sort of a warmer feeling about him. The thing I'll say about him is the reason the Saints traded him was because they looked at it and they said, we have him and we have Michael Thomas. We're paying Michael Thomas. We're not paying Cooks. Right. And, and you, Cooks, and you, Cooks knew yeah. it too. That's why yeah. he did what he did. He was looking. Yeah. He realized when he sent out that tweet and said what he said and didn't back off of it, it was purely a financial decision. And to him and his agent's credit, it worked out for him. He got yeah. the trade, and then he got paid twice. He's been paid twice, big yeah. money. Yeah, and and the thing is, 
that was that was that was the reason. It, it wasn't you know they would have worked that out. They, the other guys have said things, and they they could have worked that out. But the thing with him is he is a guy that we you think of him as being injured a lot and and, and having concussions, and he did. But he's put up numbers, and the main thing with with the reason why I want him for the Saints is not just because I get to play the breaking news siren and have fun, and it'll be that. That's that's number one. But number two, Scott, is you look at the Saints. They have so many needs. If they go, if they would go out and get Brandon Cooks, they could still draft a receiver, obviously. But if something weird happens in the first round, right, and Hamilton for Notre Dame, the safety falls or a quarterback falls that you really like or whoever, because you have Brandon Cooks, you're not like, oh, my God, we have to pick a receiver. Whereas if, say, Hamilton, the safety falls from Notre Dame and the Saints pick him at 18 and they don't trade for Brandon Cooks and they pass on Olave or another receiver, right? Twitter will lose their freaking minds because we'll be like, receiver still stinks and you went and got a safety. What are you doing? But if you have Brandon Cooks, then it's like, okay, you drafted the best player and you went best player available. That's cool because you got Brandon Cooks. Receiver isn't going to be a disaster. So, like, I just feel like if they add Brandon Cooks, it gives them so much more flexibility in the draft. And when you have flexibility and you don't paint yourself into a corner of we have to take this position in the draft, that's when you have success. When you just say, hey, let you know, I hate it, it's a cliche, but let the board come to us. We'll just pick the best players. That's when you have success. It, 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 whenever you're like, we have to pick a receiver, whoever it is, we don't care. That's when you, that's when you have problems. So I just think Brandon Cooks will give them more flexibility in the draft. And it, 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 flexibility, but it increases odds of success. And that's what I want them to have. And if, if again, what's the price though? Because you keep saying fourth rounder. I mean, you, you, you don't want to give up one of your picks in the top 101, do you? Would you give up the 101st pick for Brandon Cooks? Knowing uh, it might only be for a year, see, maybe two. He's got two years left on the deal. His you know? contract is weird. Is it, is, it, is it still out there? I feel like it's like, like, it's like one more year and a bunch I think of it, I think So I think he signed an extension that ran through 2023, if I remember right. Um, but, you know, after this season, there's, like I was saying earlier, I don't think there's a heavy financial yeah. commitment to him. I'll, I'll just, let me just Google it I here. think it's, I think it's, uh, I think you're right. I think, it, but I think it's a little bit weird, but I, I would only give up the, I would only give up the 101st pick. Um, Yeah, it doesn't have a base salary, so it's ghost years. Basically. Yeah, he, 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 it was a five-year contract extension through 2023, but this is like kind of the last year where there's that heavy financial commitment. Yeah. So. You're, you know, I mean, that's the thing. You want to give up a pick and you're, as we, you know, as we talked about on, on the other Daily Pod earlier this week, when you're looking at where this franchise is and sort of how they're viewing their current situation, well, we're not rebuilding in the sense that we're like tearing it down or we're at like ground zero, but we're also not, you know, if, if we're, let's be honest with each other, I don't, I don't look at the Saints right now as a Super Bowl contender. I mean, I, I'll still be ridiculous in place of futures bet on them because the fan in me will always want to convince myself they have a shot, and I will. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll sprinkle like twenty bucks on a futures money line. But reality is, if I'm being objective, that's just not where they are. So four picks in the top hundred and one. Oh well, you traded and you hit on the other three. Look, all I know is the more picks you got, the more chance you know 
your, your margin of error is a lot slimmer. Like people always talk about the Patriots in their drafting. Go look at the receivers the Patriots have Terrible. drafted in the di- – oh, it's just complete garbage. And they've had tons of draft picks that didn't do squat, but they've acquired so many picks that their margin for error ends up being – you know, so much wider. And so do you want to give up? Because, like, if it was – if if this team was ready to compete for a championship now and Sean Payton was the coach, and, well, that's maybe weird with Brandon Cooks, but whatever. Let's just let's just for, for argument's sake, right? I think they would gladly give up a pick to bring in a guy that would right. boost through their receiving core like that. But being that they're where they're at, do you want to give up a pick in the top 101? I don't – I don't – I don't know that you do. So yeah. what is the actual going rate for him? Is it a, is it a pick swap thing? You know, I mean, how bad do they just, do the Texans just want to move on from cooks? Cause last year they, you know, there was, there was some rumor that he kind of wanted out and they're like, no, he's such an important piece. It's an important piece to what? Like this franchise is, <laughs> you know, it's, it, and he was upset when they traded Ingram. So I don't know, man, like what, how far are you willing to go I, to I bring was- him in? I would say this. I I would if I was the Saints, I would only give up the hundred and first pick if the Saints were comfortable and said, Listen, we're gonna give up the hundred and first pick, but but Brandon Cooks, we're gonna sign you to a three year deal. And it's gonna be we're gonna commit to you for two years. Because if you get two if you com if you got two good years out of him, that would be to me, that's well worth the hundred and first pick. A one year rental for the 101st pick, eh, especially with this draft, because remember, this draft has an infusion of dudes because of COVID. Like, there's oh, yeah. gonna be, the UDFAs for this year's draft is going to be potentially really good. So there's even more draftable players. So you want, if there's a year to want more picks, it's this year. So the Saints, like the Saints, would have to make that decision. Like they, they if, if they feel like he's still got something left and they're willing to commit to him for two to three years, I'm fine with it. I wouldn't like it so much if they were like, eh, we're going to give up the 101st 100, pick and we're going to see how it goes. I'd be like, eh, I kind of like, you're not in that position. Like, you should have kept that. You That lottery ticket on the 101st, that's a better value than, than Brandon Cooks for one year. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, it, 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 round four, it sounds silly because it's only 19 picks different, but something feels so different from the 120th pick from the 101st. And it's, you know, yeah. four picks in the top 101. It just mm-hmm. you give them round four. It's only it's only nineteen picks back, right? One hundred twentieth pick overall, but it feels a lot different, man. And maybe that's just because yeah. the Saints have drafted well in third rounds. You know, they found difference makers. Maybe it's just that's what's in my head. But you know, in twenty seventeen, they're not going to have a draft like that, guys. They're just not. You know, think of the best day of your life. It's probably not going to happen again. But <laughs> they had six picks in the top one hundred and three. You know, and they and they they smashed every one of them out the park. If you can, if you can get like a home run, a triple, two doubles with you know picks eight, you know their 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 top their four picks in the top hundred and one, then then we'll look back at this draft and say, man, it's one of the better Saints drafts ever. That's right. And that's you know twenty seventeen. You you hit a home run every time. That well, just doesn't you know, happen. You know what was interesting in twenty seventeen, and and this may be the case too. Is in 2017. Remember, they had the fe- we had the fever for system corner, aka Malcolm Butler, and the Saints even brought him in on a visit. Oh my god! And they yeah. had like agreed to a con- reportedly they had like agreed to a contract, but New England got greedy and was like, 
we want the 30-second pick back. And the Saints were like, no. we'll see. We'll see. Hell no, we'll see. And then they drafted Lattimore at 10. They were like, forget that. We're done. And But the, the Saints, they just – I remember reading it on Pro Football Talk the, the week of the draft. The, the, the Florio had said the Saints believe the top 120 players in this draft is loaded. They love it. They're not budging, and they're not going to give the Patriots a top 100 pick for Malcolm Butler. And I just wonder if the Saints view – the 2022 draft in the similar light, not that it'll work out as well in 2017, but if they view it the same, they maybe they just won't, they're, they're playing hardball. And that could be a reason why they didn't go for Devontae Parker. They didn't try to trade for Robert Woods. They didn't, you know, even though those picks were, were not, oh, no, man. not it's like lower. Gosh. It's, but it's a different, it's a different caliber player. N- neither of those come close to Brandon Cooks. I mean, I, I really like I think I really like Robert Woods. Um and I also think he just I don't know. I remember talking to a Jake DeLome about him and you know, Jake was really high on him and he was he was just talking about some of the things this was before this past season. I know Robert Woods was injured, but he was talking about like sort of attention to details. Mm-hmm. He felt like Robert Woods was one of the more underrated guys in the whole league. Um and so, man, I was I'll be honest, Ralph, when when I saw what the Titans gave up to get him, I was like, like oh. you, 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 come on. Like, seriously? And, he, and, he's, a good, and he's a really great blocker, which fans, just, don't, it, fans don't care about, but the Saints really value that sort of thing. So I was like, are you kidding, Saints? You couldn't make a call for that? This dude could have fit in the system. I feel like he would have picked it up quickly. It feels like he's a guy that could have helped Jameis. I mean, locker room, and, and I, yeah, I was uh, – I was really, I know it's what his teammates call him, Bobby Trees. I was, I was all about that. I was like, you, you could have given up a fifth, 181. But come on, like, Bobby, what are you that's doing? That's a great T-shirt, by the way, Bobby, Bobby Trees, Bobby, baby, Bobby, Bobby Trees. trees. <laughs> uh, but it was for naught. So right now, the Saints will roll with Michael Thomas and Marquez Callaway and Traquan Smith and Deontay Hardy and Lil Jordan Humphrey. And uh, yeah, let's just see how it goes, guys. No, come oh on. You, I, 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 look, I get the optimism of, well, Thomas is back. Yes, he is, right? He's, you know, we're expecting it. That's good. That's good. But that doesn't cure everything. I mean, even think back to Breeze's last few years. We always said, like, they need someone other than Michael Thomas. It was like yeah. old Ted Ginn was like, when he was hurt, it's like, man, oof, they just get Ginn back. Like, that's how desperate the Saints were at receiver. They were just excited to get Ted Ginn on his last leg back off of IR for man. a playoff run. I mean, let's not act like even when Thomas was there that the receiving core was just deep and rich in talent because it wasn't, and it's not right now. i give a week's pay for 2017 Ted Ginn right about now. <laughs> you want Man, I mean, I, that that was that – was, he was he was fun that year, but I mean, they, this and, receiving core is this receiving core is, I mean, this receiving core is 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 uh, is ba- is bad. Like I could I could tell you like like Saints receivers from like 2015, 2016 that would be like, dude, yeah. Willie Sneed. I mean, uh, come on, give me the yeah. 2016 Willie Sneed. Now, I don't know about Sneed now, but you know he was one of those guys that and Brandon Cooks. Probably too. He was one of those guys that Sean Payton was never going to bring back. Now Payton's not there anymore. So, you know, does 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 Brandon Cooks maybe come back? I don't know. I mean, that's where this conversation started. But if you can get him for one twenty overall, you can give up a fourth rounder to get him. You know, swallow your pride, do it. 
because Brandon, you desperately need help. Brandon Coleman. Oh God. From twenty fifteen. No. Would be the number two receiver in this that's, team. That's that's he had thirty no. catches for four hundred and fifty four yards. Yeah, but Ralph, come on. No, he's no, come on now. You think he no, he wouldn't he would not be ahead of Mark West Calloway. I mean, Coleman, no, dude, no, I, all right, you, you're taking it, you're taking it too far. <laughs> <laughs> he might, I mean, he might, it's close. He'd be That's, definitely be number three. He would, he would be, better. he would be ahead of little Jordan Humphrey. He'd be I a mean, little, and Kenny still, well, I'd be ahead of Kenny Oh still. my God, Kenny Stills, Jesus Christ. Like that, that was the other thing. I'm like, y'all could have just gotten Willie Sneed. He's just on practice squads and you're going out and signing Kenny freaking Stills. Kenny, Jesus. I like the Kenny. I was so wrong about that signing. Like I thought Kenny Stills would be, I thought Kenny Stills would give him like third. 30, 35 catches. I did not Dude. I did not expect Kenny Stills to be completely and utterly cooked. And they just kept rolling him out there. And so I forgot who said it on Twitter. They're like, Kenny Stills just out there getting paid to do cardio again. Man, like, he was like he was he was he was like herpes last year. Like they, even when they try to get rid of him, it just flare back up. There'd be like three guys out with COVID. Oh, another guy's injured. Oh, and then they'd bring him back on the roster on game right. day. It's like Oof, man, it doesn't matter how much women you put on him, man. He just keeps coming back. Rage caught him after the Dallas game because he blamed (laughs) him for the pick, and then they had to bring him back anyway. (sighs) Tons of people take a multivitamin, me included. I'm trying to get back on track after football season, eating better, exercising, all of that. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle friendly, adopting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. And five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for listening to Saints Happy Hour. We are a family here. You know what families do? They support each other. And if you aren't a patron, we need your support. All the great content you consume for free takes time and money. If you love the show and listen regularly, please become a patron. We need you. Supporting Saints Happy Hour can cost you as little as 23 cents a day. That's what the Saints should have paid Kenny Stills. So please, go to Patreon slash Saints Happy Hour and support the show today. I admit it. I, this offseason has been so slow. I'm I'm jonesing for any any kind of move, but I just think final thought. I just think Brandon Cooks like it's like like to me, Scott. If I said to you, the Saints, this is this is the tra- this is the proposals pick. You can give the hundred and first for Brandon Cooks, and you extend him out two more years. You got to pay him 
26 million for 2022 and 23, 23 combined. You can have that. You give up 100 first, or you can go really big. You can give up the 18th pick for DK Metcalf and give him 100 million dollars. No, which I one do that. you do? I'm not. I'm not signing DK for that much. I love. Look, I love DK's game. Um, I feel like you know he's 24. There's something. The thing that like makes Michael Thomas dangerous in a good way and a bad way, I feel like DK's got a lot of that as well. And I don't know, man. That it, it feels like it could be a potential elixir with those two if they if they butt heads in any way. It's fine. The locker room would just explode. I mean, it would just it would it would explode. And Metcalf, look, Metcalf's obviously he's you know physically. I mean, the guy's a a specimen unlike anything we've seen, but you said a hundred million. Yeah, and like you, you said I mean that, like Christian you would have you would have 80. you would have too much money tied into Receiver. that position and you would lose the eighteenth pick, which the first round picks, when you hit on it, man, it's not just the it's not just the fact that they're on a rookie deal. It's really that fifth year option on the rookie deal. I mean control costs. They draft a receiver in the first round. There's whatever position they draft this year, Ralph. If they hit on it, that's huge. I mean, you get yeah. five years of control cost of a huge. You don't you don't get that with second rounders, third rounders, right? Yeah. I mean, it, I, I I think telling me that you're gonna on one hand, it's like okay, Metcalf's 24, but like, could you have? Let's say they did it, and then Michael Thomas plays good. What are you doing? Like, where are you? Do you move on from Thomas and just Metcalf ends up becoming the guy? And does Thomas kind of see that? It just feels like it would be, I don't know, an elixir for just explosions. You know, yeah. now Metcalf was just sort of a free agent or something, or well, you know, you could, you could get wild. You could have Metcalf and Thomas both punching CD Deuce in the face, and then CD Deuce wrestling them. Royal Rumble style at practice. It could go. It could go very, very wrong. I will. I will admit that. Where Brandon Cooks, he might tweet something angry and do his little arrow display. He's safer. Yeah, I, I, I. You know, you bring up CD Deuce. I thought about him last week after the Oscars. I was like, man, Chris Rock could take a. He's like CD Deuce, man. He. He just. He, he really like he. He never even touched his face. Like just, I granted, he was in shock, but like. You know, I think when CD gets punched or slapped, he's never in shock. He's like, again, like, oh, hey, okay. But, like, Chris Rock just took that and was just like, whoa. Yeah. Never touched his face. Like, when, when CD gets hit, it's he's probably just like, man, like, what, what's, you know, what's, what's going on? Like, the funny thing about that is there was a moment, if you watch it, where Chris Rock, I think he's, he's like, Will, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. And yeah, I yeah. think he, you can almost see him, like, the the joke, the comeback joke to just crush Will Smith. I think he had it in the chamber and something in him told him he was, cause he started to kind of talk. Something said, Chris back away. Was when, yeah. He's like, this guy's crazy. Bullet, 
if yeah, you fire off this bullet, it's going to be mayhem at the Oscars. And it's... like to have that self, that amount of self-control as a guy who was a failed stand-up comic who does shows them, I was then like in awe of it, Scott. I was just like, I can't believe he showed that much self-control in the moment because I think I'd have grabbed the mic and just been spitting insults at Will Smith as he's walking back to his chair. It was, uh, I think, when Will yelled it the second time, like when he screamed, like with emphasis, like and almost like enunciating it so much, knowing yeah. that the cameras, you'd be able to read his lips, right? The first time he's like, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. And then he, <laughs> Chris Rock does the, what anyone would say when someone overreacts to something. He's like, he'd say, he literally said, wow, dude, really? Like, yeah. it was a G.I. Jane joke. And then when Will did it the second time, it was like, unhinged i think he's like i will i'll keep her name out of your mouth and then he kind of got flustered but yeah he he <laughs> i mean the restraint and the thing is now it's not gonna be chris rock literally every comedian like that has a name is going to make will smith jokes like that's for till the end of time like it's like dude you now every comedian and they're probably people listening and they're like oh whatever i'm team will smith but well, yeah, fine you whatever that's fine i'm not but if you are fine i'm just telling you the comedy world like they're they're all coming for will smith now the, the thing that i will and then we'll end we'll get out of here the thing that i will remember most about that is i saw it and i was like wow and my wife was like that's there's no way that's real and then i saw the australian oh it was real my phone <laughs> and i showed it to, i just handed my wife the phone i said look at this and she looked at it and she went oh that shit's real <laughs> and i just i just like fell out my chair laughing her delivery um, of it you know but um it was yeah. real I mean, my I, wife told me about it i didn't see it i was like in the you know i was like i think it was i watched the pelicans and then i like got i took a shower and and i come out she's like scott you gotta like you're not gonna believe what just happened and she told it to me and i was like well that's that's obviously fake she's like no like you have to watch it same deal that you, you i heard about it but then when i saw it i was like oh my god <laughs> because you know i mean people are all into conspiracy theories and all that whatever like there's no there's nothing to gain for the parties involved oh well the oscars gained something like what did they, why would they wait till the end of the show and honestly what did they gain like it, it, it's it's negative press oh well people are gonna watch next year really you think people are gonna watch next year because will smith slapped chris rock like this year like at the end of the show like come on like any any road you go down you know and then, oh scott I, excuse me i just i don't just believe everything i see like what is like how this isn't some governmental like you know, just it, i don't know like stop overthinking it guys he, that's right he he slapped him and it was crazy and we were all kind of freaking shocked and you know if it had been cd deuce up there he did just probably would have taken the slap the same way but he would have he would have just kept talking i mean he just, he would have just kept running his mouth it was it was the, it was cd deuce I, scott thanks so, so much for filling in i love how on one of the episodes we started out and just went way into left field came back and ended in left field and then we did it again this episode we started out started <laughs> out fault. strong real fault. strong football but and comparing Chris Rock to CD Deuce. But I think it's what the, I think that people appreciate it. Uh, um, the fans, they love it. And, and they know. We're, we're, they, get, they come here 
they they get this this version free. They listen to commercials. They know what we do. We do jokes here. This is our thing. But before we get out of here, remind the people how can they find you on ESPN Lafayette? Yep, just follow me on Twitter at Scott Mimic. That's Scott M I M I C. Go to ESPNLafayette.com. You can uh, click on my name or podcast. Get more there. And uh, you can listen to my show after the fact. It's early in the morning, so um, if you ever want to hear Ralph when he comes right. on, just ramble or <laughs> any right. of the other guests, uh, subscribe to the Great Scott Show podcast on any of the streaming platforms where you get this podcast, Saints Happy Hour podcast. But no, man, I'm, I'm, I am always have fun. I appreciate you asking me to come on, and uh, we'll see what what Juge does when he gets back from the Bahamas probably went, you know, has a second bank account there. He's probably doing shady stuff there. He's probably doing shit. He's probably doing like really, really shady things mm-hmm. on a beach falling yep. asleep. And he's probably like half his face is sun. So for Scott, <laughs> thanks for joining everybody. We will see you again tomorrow. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for, or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. 
They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.